back to another episode of The Bench Report. Here welcoming a special guest, 6'5 freshman guard at Pepperdine and the son of Laker legend Michael Cooper. We're excited to talk to Niels Cooper, high school teammate. Um, played at Crossroads with this guy. He's a great person and having a good time playing in Malibu right now. Uh, Niels, how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. Thank you for having me on here. Yeah, and a small thing, happy birthday too. He took the time right. on his off day, came to talk to us on his B-Day, so... Gonna Thank you. have a great day, yeah. It was a solid day. Smooth yeah. day. All right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we hope so. Um, so Sid and I we want to ask you a couple questions. Thank you for coming on, taking the time to talk to us. Um, first of all, I, I want to talk about crossers a little bit. Like, so you had a great senior year, first of all. Got got a lot of recognition, top 100 camps, all that. What would you say was like your favorite memory from your senior season? senior season my favorite memory uh i'm not gonna lie it's probably split between two one was probably when we went to the tarkanian classic or whichever tournament we go to in las vegas every year and i had i dropped like 32 on like a kentucky commit and the coach from new mexico was there and he wanted to redshirt me uh, my freshman year because he didn't think I was like ready with like shooting yeah. ability so far and just doing that had me what filled with like a lot now? of pride yeah and and then it was definitely first round of the playoffs uh, when we played against Loyola or whatever and then I yeah, dunked Loyola. on that one kid to end it all that was yeah that was that sweet was the next game was less sweet when we lost yeah <laughs> at Canyon um said um, yeah, so obviously you're an LA native. Um, what went into your decision to, to go to Pepperdine and stay in SoCal? It was really all about wanting to be uh, close to home. And it, it had a lot to do with uh, the coaching staff and whatnot, because, you know, Coach Romar has really been uh, recruiting me for so, such a long time and was really uh, faithful in his, in his uh, commitment to recruiting me to come to Pepperdine. But it was really all about being close to my to my family and my my dog so i could just and you know i know the area a lot and i i love the weather california is amazing so i really just wanted to be close to my parents because they've given me so much support in my career so far yeah what, what do you think of pepperdine so far are you enjoying it yeah pepperdine's it, it's pretty good i'm not gonna lie you know it's a smaller school uh christian school so there's no like parties on campus or anything, but you know, I'm, I'm kind of introverted guy, so I don't mind it too much. So, but the only thing I could ask for more is uh more school spirit. We don't really have a lot of school spirit, mm-hmm. people showing up the to the games, but you know, it's a great yeah. gym, great court, great gym, yeah, smooth gym. <laughs> well, uh, being at a Christian university, how much do they drill the Christian faith into you? That's uh, that's a good question because <laughs> I would say they drill it. It's 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 a lot, but it's not it's not too much. Like it's a good amount because we have, uh, we have a lot of chapel sessions and like every um, every Wednesday, if you're a freshman and a sophomore, you have to attend these like core chapel things uh, mm-hmm. once a week, and you have a class that's all about like connecting with faith. And but I think I think it's a good thing, you know, because I think it's helped deepen my connection with uh with God a lot. So I I don't mind it. Oh, so because of this, we want to hit you with a little Christianity trivia for for a quick bit, oh. if you don't mind. Okay. It, it starts light. It's all light, really. If you if you yeah. if you have faith. So let's see. Uh, first of all, what's what's the first book in the Bible? Oh, 
Oh, okay. So, okay. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, so uh, I took religion because we were required to take religion classes in, in the school, right? So I took my religion class over the uh, the summer. So, and I took it over the summer while I was playing for the Swedish national team. Oh, so no. since then, you forgot I, what Genesis I was. I completely, uh, <laughs> no uh, like, forgotten everything, if I'm being completely honest. But it's the first book in the... Okay, so it goes... The Genesis? There you go. There you go. And, the Genesis, right? Yeah, and there you go. I, I actually don't remember a single thing from that class. That's actually crazy. Because <laughs> I'm not taking a religion class this 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 year, so... Damn, this uh this gone. semester so yeah this is even worth continuing like do you think he'll know the city where jesus was born that, that's your next question by that's the way. your next question <laughs> no Damn, no <laughs> no oh god okay maybe that maybe that's a that, that's that's a bad segment <laughs> let's just move on wait, wait, wait okay. we gotta go with the All last right, question we... uh how did david kill goliath i don't how did Ooh. <laughs> you have the cross right no there, I, don't, I don't remember that no Oh man, this is this is this all is right. With a slingshot and a stone. Sorry guys. Anyway, I'm not okay, a big we'll move back. Guy. We'll back to hoops. Things you know. Yeah. So uh, back to hoops. What has been the biggest difference between high school and college hoops for you so far? The biggest difference has definitely been the attention to to detail that um is paid on like the little things and and defense. I think it's stressed a lot. Like I, I just now realizing that in, in high school, we don't really have, or didn't really have defensive principles at all. Like yeah. we're supposed to be in the gap, but it's kind of like, just like guard your man. Like no one's like, and that's why you have like these high recruits, like dropping like 40 every night because it's kind of like just one-on-one really. Yeah. But in, in yeah. college, like if you're not in the gaps and like, pay attention to detail you have a very specific way that defense is taught and like rotations go about and like boxing out that it's really important that if if you don't do that you'll just sit on the bench so with yeah. with romar's principles like do you guys have just like a set identity when it comes to your defensive principles or are you watching film does it change game to game depending how you're going to play these these opponents yeah so it started off in the in the over the summer and like in the beginning of season, we definitely had a set um, idea of principles. And one thing that's really important in college basketball that wasn't really stressed as much in high school is the ball screen, because the ball screen is such an important like action on offense that gets used five or six times, maybe in a single possession. So yeah. the way we were guarding in the beginning is like the big has to come out and match feet and we're trying to get through the ball screen. But and we would watch film on that, get better and better. But as we can see like um it wasn't really working in the beginning and with each team they play so much different then we started switching everything pretty much and then we started doubling the post and then for example we played portland last night and they're oh, wow. they run so much stagger actions that we couldn't really uh start switching everything or they would just like run the stagger and then go through so we tried staying with our man so it really depends on who we're playing but Mm. We we sort of have a set identity of what we're trying to do on defense. You know? Yeah, that's a, that's a definitely one little difference from high school. How mm. how different would you say like the schedule and workload is playing in the West Coast Conference compared to at Crossroads in the Gold Coast League? So Crossroads wasn't very wasn't a very like we didn't have stressful school. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't a very stressful school. Um, there's a giant difference. 
I never really understood because in in in, in high school you you practice five out of seven times a week, I think, in season, right? No Saturday, Sundays. Yeah. But I mean, oof, we only have one day off and that one day off is usually Sunday, which is spent okay. doing catching up on rest. homework and whatnot. So, <laughs> you know, and you have you have lift before practice, then you have a two and a half hour long practice. You have to watch film and it, it's a lot. And we play Thursdays and Friday and, and sun, Saturdays. So you'll have an away game on Thursday. Then you'll have to come right back to, to school on Friday. As soon as we get away, get back, we have a practice and then you have to go play the next day. And if you have an away game on Sunday, your off day is spent traveling and we don't fly oh, like man. charter or anything like private. Oh, so man. we're on like just the regular plane with like regular people. And that's <laughs> I know they lost your day. shoes going to Kentucky too. Ah, uh, yes. Dude. We were going to play Louisville and the airline forgot my bag and only my bag. So did you play or no? No, I didn't play that game because I was, uh, I think it got food poisoning from the eggs the oh. hotel served me. Oh my so, god, that's just a, a horrible, horrible. It was a trip. horrible road trip. That's a sad terrible. Trip. I'm oh, sorry. Um. Well, obviously you had a huge um role at Crossroads. How have you adapted to coming off the bench now, not maybe getting as many minutes? Yeah, I think, uh, when I, when I went into the team, I I really struggled with identifying who I was at the beginning, but. As I've like seen how the team functions and I figured out my role, coming off the bench has been really easy for me because I just focus on the things that I'm really good at. And I know I can score the basketball, but in this specific environment, coach wants me in. I'm so much more of a defensive player and just an energy guy that doesn't require me. I'm coming off the bench. I might be cold. No, it's just a mindset coming into the game so coming off the bench doesn't really affect me because if i'm just i actually get to see the flow of the game and how it's moving in the very beginning so i can oh, just yeah. come off the bench come in and be like that coach isn't calling anything if if um if i drive to the basket and he's playing he's not really calling that much so it doesn't really do anything for me yeah it's nice you kind of get to slip in you kind of know what the deal is already no, no real surprises yeah um do, so do you like that better than than like playing the whole game for instance no no, no, no I, I would no. love to i would love to start because starting gives you so many things like i feel like starting helps your offensive game a little more because you're straight into it like you're warm mm -hmm. as soon as you get in from warm-ups oh, then yeah. you're just already playing but you I, you definitely do cool off a little bit when you don't start because i have I, me and nico are one and the same in which we both have knee problems i have a oh, bad yeah. right knee too. And back uh, too. How's your back, by the way? My back is in is terrible it's right animals. now. But oh no. <laughs> uh, so I, we, I have a really, uh, I don't have a good right knee. I had it injured in the summer after I played for the Swedish national team. But it gets cold on the bench, like just yeah, sitting yeah. there doing nothing. So I try to like oh, yeah. keep exercises on it and whatnot. But you know. Oh, yeah. It is what it is. No, I do feel you on that. What are what are some of the things that you do to try and stand out and earn more minutes so you can try and keep warmer for longer? Easy. Effort and defense. Okay. All it is is play deep. All you do is have to try really hard. And especially in practice, like in the first beginning, I've kind of I wouldn't say I've cooled down, but I in the beginning, what I really tried to do to stand out was just 
effort all the time, just effort, just effort, constant, constant, because, right. you know, you'll notice in these, these higher up guys, like as a freshman, you're expected to have these fresh legs because these guys in college have been doing it for a while. If you just prove to them that you're going to come in the game with a different set of energy, literally just sprinting up and down the court will get your whole team like hyped up and in the action. So if coaches can see you can do that and be valuable on defense, you'll you'll get minutes. Oh, yeah, they're watching. Um, November 13th at LIU, you dropped your career high 13 points. You want to take us through that game a little bit? Yeah, you know, I feel as if I... Well, I haven't really been given a huge offensive role on the team. You know, when I get the ball on offense, like I'm trying to swing it and just get the get the flow of the game moving because we have too many guys on our team that can really, really score the ball at a high level. We have Mike, Javon, Houston, all averaging over like 15 points a game. So I feel like my role on offense is kind of swinging it. But when we are blowing the team out and I do get the keys to the offense, I can make I can make (laughs) stuff happen. So, you know, it's one of one of those games. Yeah, that was have fun. Yeah, so who are some athletes that you take inspiration from that you model your game after? Definite. That's a that's a good question. You know, I would say like my favorite athletes are like Steph Curry. I really want to try playing more like uh, Devin Booker and model my offensive game after him, especially in trying to evolve my mid-range game specifically because I actually do have a pretty nice mid-range uh, shot, but Paul George more recently and just his two-way ability on how how good he is on defense and how smooth right. he is on on offense and I really like Kawhi Leonard too just trying to um understand how he's able to like maneuver through screens so easily and you know his defensive role like that and obviously Steph Curry cuz I love Steph Curry but yeah that's that's yeah. it oh yeah where as you're going through, you're getting through your first year at Pepperdine, where do you think you see yourself in five years from now? In five years from now, I can 100% foresee myself being in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I, first. yeah, I definitely can see as I um, get better over the summer and evolve my specifically offensive game, I truly believe that with all the intangibles that I have, because that's all I hear about myself is that I have the intangibles and if like if my offensive game expands, like it's over, but you know, like i I really can see myself being that guy on a team who's just going to like die for the lose ball. Because when you look at the NBA, there are some guys like that, but there are a lot of guys in the NBA who really just want to score. And I think that's in the NBA being a, such a high level as it is, there's too many guys who are too good at scoring in the NBA for me to want to go in there and just like be a good scorer. So I think yeah. with my ability to like do everything else, I think I can, I, I, I stand a chance to make it in the league. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, I'm trying to remember who the guard is on the thunder. The Oklahoma city thunder only have one Jersey retired in their Raptors. And it is, he played at Kansas. He was basically, he was like, up there, top scoring in the country, Kansas, came to the Thunder, averaged like five points a game in his career, is the only jersey retired by the Oklahoma City Thunder. Harden, Westbrook, Durant, none of them. And it's this guy. NBA needs more glue guys, more hustle guys. So definitely, 
you can be there if, if, if that's if that's going to be what you're doing. Um, yeah, it, I, I wanted to touch really quick on um, you're, you're talking about the intangibles a little bit. Um, and that's something like that's a buzzword that if you're kind of in this like business and if you're in like if you're like looking at college hoops, they talk a lot about that. Is that something that you think of consciously when you play that you want to make sure these intangibles are shown? No, I think when I play, I kind of like go into a like different mode. My brain kind of shuts off and it's it's so natural playing to me. I, I don't really think about anything when when I play. I just I strive to. Well, I, I guess I do think because I strive to think about what would make my coaches the most happy e each play and whether that be from uh, putting a bunch of pressure on the ball to not getting blown by going middle or making sure I don't jump on a, on a closeout, making yeah. sure I get there on a, on a sniper. I try to do whatever it is that the coaches will look at in film and be like, that, that was great. That's a good job. Yeah. So, Trey used to say like selfishly be a good teammate. It, and I, you know, what's funny. I actually think about that a lot. I actually think about that a lot when he said, he said what you said, it was yeah. be selfish for unselfish reasons yeah, I, think, yeah, yeah. I think about that a lot so shout out oh, yeah. trey shout out trey ad crossroads training staff mm -hmm. um we need them um you on the bench report podcast is there anything else that you would like to use this platform for to tell the people anything to look out for um not really man i just i think that i i've always been under the radar a little in my life you know, so I think I might, I might, I might shine through in this college scene come a couple, oh, yeah. two, one, two more years. So yeah, just Dude, and repost watch out. five years when you're in the, when you're in the league. <laughs> watch right. out. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Yeah. It's been right. great talking to you and have a great rest of the season, man. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We'll be looking out. Yeah. All right. See ya. See ya. Happy birthday. Right. Thank you. Okay. We would like to welcome on to the show our biggest guest yet. Seven foot one big man Jazz Gardner of the Nevada Huskies. Nevada or not Nevada. Jazz, how are you doing? I'm good, man. How you guys doing? We are great. We are great. Um, to start off this interview, I wanted to ask you about um your your biggest accomplishment yet on planet Earth. Um, your 2K. Um, so last year when we went to Vegas, um, Jazz brought his PlayStation and he beat everybody there. Um, then Jazz played his younger brother, Jai, um, and he lost. So I was going to ask, have you played Jai yet? H have you played Jai since in 2K? And what was the result? No, we haven't played recently, but, uh, since he, since I've been gone for college, I haven't been playing Damage 2K recently, but I still whooped his ass if I needed to. Yeah, that's, that's how it always should blood. be. Yeah, you, you got to play him one more time so that you can be like, I'm the last one to win. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he every time I beat him, he tries to rematch me. And then if I lose, he, he never wants to play again, you know? <laughs> you got to go out on top. So he just wants to win and then run away exactly. all, all the time, man. And I hate that. That's the worst thing, man. Uh, am I still your biggest win margin? Because you did beat me by like 80-some points. I beat Michael, but I think a, a lot more. How much did you around, beat Michael? Around by? the same. I beat Mike by at least seventy, maybe eighty. I, I guess. Damn. All right. Um. Well, 
Do you want to get into? Yeah, so, so we'll get into some actual questions. Um, so Jazz, obviously, um, going to a bigger school, a Division One school. Um, you're gonna see like a deduction in minutes. How does it feel to basically be a bench player now, going from playing the whole game at West Ranch? <laughs> it's uh, definitely an adjustment, but I mean, I'm willing to do anything to win, so it's just a part of the process. Yeah, I'm curious. Can you take us through a little bit the decision-making process on Nevada and what drew you there in particular? Well, uh, I'm, I think you guys know that I moved to Reno because my dad got a job out there. So I felt like uh, Nevada was, was the best place for me to be since I would be close to home. I could come back whenever I, I need to. And uh, I felt like the coaching staff and the players around the organization was a good fit for me and a good way to uh, get better, you know? That's good. How different would you say Reno is from, like, Santa Clarita? Oh, man. Uh, the people are a little different, but, the I mean, Reno is basically, I guess, the size of almost Santa Clarita itself. Yeah, maybe just yeah. add, uh, I don't know, maybe add Burbank to that, but it's probably yeah. Burbank and SCV combined and you got Reno, but there's still <laughs> way less to do in Reno than it is in SCV itself. But. Man, no Six Flags. Yeah, no Six Flags because Jazz, yeah. Jazz can fit in a roller coaster. <laughs> um, Jazz, what do you think is the biggest difference between high school and college hoops for you so far? I would guess, uh, I would say the physicality of the game is way, uh, way more drastic um, in terms of like, uh, you know, in bigs in high school, you, you you don't get like into a wrestling match down there before you call a foul. But they, they, uh, they let you get away with way more stuff, you know. And, uh, you know, everybody's, everybody plays the game, so. Every 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 game that we play is a is a is a war. It's not like you'll get a a Castate. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Castate just won a ring, so we we can't be talking bad about Castate. Man, <laughs> D what D five D six? Come on. Yeah. Man, D five double A, but they still have one more ring than we do. Yeah. Um, it's... do you still get triple teamed every time you catch the ball inside the three point line? Uh, sometimes I do, but not really. But uh, that's been somewhat cool to be able to <laughs> play one on one every every now and then. Yeah. yeah, in high school, literally every time Jazz caught the ball, he'd have to swing it because he would get double or triple teams. Yeah, I can picture not too many seven one bigs in in high school. But you mentioned the the physicality difference uh, in college. I mean, everybody's got something on the line, something to prove. Like, what have you done to sort of try to stand out and make your way amidst all these other people with the same stakes? Um, I mean, I've been just trying to play the game the right way, make sure I'm doing my job. Um, you know, every game ain't perfect, so just try to do anything in my power to to do what I need to do. Yeah. Um, whether in November. Oh. Oh, whether that's uh, oh. rebounding or passing the ball or scoring. Even. Oh yeah. You got to do it all. Um, you mentioned a perfect game. I don't know if this is considered perfect for you, but you had your career high against Portland in, back in November, 13 points. Um, do you want to take us through what went right a little bit that day? Well, uh, I guess that game, 
usually I, during that time, I was coming in like during the 16 minute mark. So KJ, our starter, uh, starting center, he got like two quick fouls in like two minutes. So I came out, came in at like around 18 minutes. I was still fresh. So I got a little layup to start. Then I got a little, two little quick jumpers. Yeah. But then I got like two fouls and I ended up sitting out the whole half. <laughs> or uh, no, not the whole half. Like probably another 10 minutes or so. Came in at the eight minute mark and uh, hit like, Two threes, I think. Two threes, and then I had like two two dunks too. So it just it was rolling that day. Yeah. So you'll get those days. Yeah, no, those those days come. Like uh, in our in our intramural basketball game on Thursday, um, I, I had my career high jazz. Be very proud of me. I'm a career high of what? <laughs> I, I had nine points, but oh, um, nine, nine. yeah, yeah, I, I had wow. nine points. Man. Yeah, I had three threes, Jazz. You've been really proud. Really? Yeah. Um, well, you're a big man who likes to stretch the floor. Um, I remember we would there'd be possessions in high school where you would catch the ball against someone who's smaller than you and then dribble and try to break them down. Um, you're the definition of a, a stretch big man. What um how important do you think that is for a team to have a big man who can stretch the floor? Um, I think it's very important because then if you have a stretch big, you could space the floor out and it creates more driving opportunities for, you know, the guards and uh, gets the big out the paint. And if you, if you get the big out the paint, I mean, there's not really any rim protection to protect the rim. Yeah. Yeah. But it really changes um, the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so obviously you keep that somewhere with your game from high school. Is there anything that's changed in your approach to the game since you started college hoops? Uh, I would say probably uh, starting to be more physical, mm -hmm. starting to impose my will in, inside the paint rather than just trying to shoot jumpers all day. <laughs> uh, probably boxing out more. You don't really do that much in high school, especially yeah. against little dudes. So you just stand on under the rim and you just get it. Yeah. But out here, yeah. we got to box out every every single possession. Have you put but on any so, weight, Jazz? Uh, yeah. You know, Coach Carter got us running two miles every every conditioning day. <laughs> he got me down to like two twelve, dog. Yeah, and I was like two twelve when I got in. And, yeah, uh, and right now I'm like 230. Oh wow. Okay. In high school, Jazz, the first time we ever did conditioning, um, senior year, um, our conditioning coach, Coach Carter, that Jazz was talking about, uh -huh. um, made us run a mile. And Jazz is like, I'm about to sprint this mile. And everyone looked at him like, what are you saying? And then <laughs> sure enough, Jazz finished the mile first and he had a 532 mile. As a seven, as a seven foot one big, and everyone was like, "There's no way." Um, and jazz, we did a lot of like, um, running conditioning, but that's good that you put it on some weight, jazz. Yeah, we don't get banged around in the post. Yeah, uh, in college, like I guess you got like team lifts and stuff now. The I'm sure you got several practices a day, different type of schedule preparation. Um, like how much different of like a workload would you say you take on at a d1 program now compared to like your high school 
Oh man, it's it's, it's almost a, it's a drastic super super change, man. It's, How uh, have you been dealing with that? Uh, I've been getting. I'm used to it by now, but uh, you know, in high school, you don't really lift weights that much, or at least we would do a little bit with West fans. But before that, I wasn't really doing much of anything. But uh, coming into college, you know, uh, everybody's bigger, and you got almost 300 pound centers in college so you gotta put on a little weight and I feel like I've been doing my part little by little uh I feel like next year I'm gonna take a big jump in terms of my strength so that's what I'm gonna be working towards yeah um so what are um who are some of the other athletes you like take inspiration from trying to model your game after um I definitely look a lot, uh, look uh, a lot after Anthony Davis, mostly because we have a similar body type. Um, I like what LeBron brings to the game in terms of his IQ. Um, also, I I like to look at like other bigs like uh, Hakeem and the old school guys, Hakeem, Kareem, Shaq, in terms of for their post moves and stuff. I'm like a Laker fan. <laughs> a little bit. I am a Laker fan. <laughs> Laker and Philly. Yeah, Kareem, Shaq, AD, Braun. <laughs> yeah. What about no no Joel? No Joel film? Uh I used to, but we we don't really play the same at all since he's a little heavier than I am. And he's like what 280, 285. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't think I'll ever be 285 in my life. <laughs> uh, um, what is the one big that it, like in the NBA that you hate watching the most? <laughs> oh man, because look, I used to be the biggest Joel Embiid fan, right? But <laughs> after looking at it again, I'm like. He's just foul baiting, you know, like a, a free yes. throw. He's just Man. doing anything to get a foul call, falling on the floor and shit. I don't know if I I could ever be doing something like that, man. But it's just hard to watch sometimes, especially now he tore his knee up and that that's horrible. But I mean, he tore uh, Danny Green's uh, ACL by falling into him trying to get a foul call. Yeah. Hey, it's 70 on what, like 20 plus free throws, something some yeah. crazy like that. Same. Yeah. Um, I, so we don't think you'll be 285 in five years, but I was curious if you'd give us like, where where do you think you see yourself five years from now down the line with your hoops career? Um, I, I'd like to be in the NBA. So you like to be or you see yourself there? I see myself there. There you go. Um, what do you think it'll take for you to reach that level where you can be in the league in five years? Well, it's going to take, of course, the strength to get through college. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to have to work on my shot, shot, my dribbling, my, you know, getting used to the college game and reading uh, the new defenses mm -hmm. that are coming my way. Um, also, just uh, – the different, um, like, NBA stuff that I need to learn. I don't know yet, but I'll probably learn it in the next couple of years or so. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's on the way. Um, so is there anything else that uh, 
I don't know. I don't know if you get a ton of like post game interviews or anything, but you have a platform. You're on a podcast right now. Is there anything else you'd like to use this to say to tell the people? Um, I just like to say I I appreciate everything that uh, Jesus has done for me, and uh, I put everything uh, everything that I've done so far is is glory to Him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're about to start wrapping things up. Um, I got a couple more questions. What is it like playing against your former teammates? Because obviously a bunch of players from our team last year are um, in Mountain West with you. Um, so what's it like playing against those teams? Uh, it was cool uh, playing against Drew. It was, it was kind of like old times, like uh... – like mostly, I, I spent my career at Los Santos, right? But mm -hmm. we never played um, Drew directly. But I, I played Drew at like I think some camps or something like that. I think, mm -hmm. and uh, later down the line, at like uh, what's it, what was that called? The Iverson Classic thing in Vegas. Yeah, and I, it was kind of weird at first, but you know I got used to it. But it was, mm -hmm. it's cool seeing them. Uh, my other teammates and other college and them doing their thing. So. Yeah. Um, okay, so for our last question, um, do you still have that Call of Duty NIL? <laughs> I I don't have the game in style, but it is in my <laughs> storage, I think. Man. What's your what's your go-to game right now when when you do get the chance to, to play? Definitely 2K. I do play uh Fortnite sometimes too. Um, I do play GTA, GTA, Fortnite, 2K mostly. Yeah. Uh, I play. I be playing Fortnite with Zach in there. Yeah, yeah. I played Fortnite with you this this break. He's a couple horrible. times. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Jazz destroyed me. Um, I gotta carry this full. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, thanks for coming on, Jazz. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, and yeah, best of luck rest of the season, man. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. Yeah, of course. All right. Yep. Catch you next. Yep. Oh, I appreciate you.